People of the world, it's the Brothers Talk family with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm. Join us each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts or on our website to hear us three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can reach us with your comments, questions, and suggestions at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and the Facebook group of the same name. And also follow us on Facebook. And if you want to share in more detail, hit us up at the email address, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. Stay tuned for our soon-to-launch YouTube channel, and now on with this week's show. Hello, Brothers Talk family listening in around the world, in the car, the gym, the den, the kitchen, the barber, a beauty shop in the backyard, on the corner, or wherever you engage irrelevant conversations to spur critical thinking and activism to support the Black community. As always, we welcome our first-time listeners, and we look forward to you joining us in sharing enlightened conversations and in promoting new and existing Black business opportunities to empower and enrich our community. Your not-so-friendly coronavirus reminder this week is that while we're still in the midst of a full-fledged epidemic of a trio of respiratory infections that also includes the flu and RSV2, the latest reports say that in the United States, we're only 12% boosted, meaning that basically only one in nine people have gotten their booster shots. We're still losing people to COVID, and yes, we're all absolutely tired of hearing about coronavirus and variants and vaccines, but that doesn't change the fact that it's still a deadly disease that we can fight. We are already seeing a post-Thanksgiving surge, and there are even more holiday gatherings coming as we celebrate all the December holidays. Please remember you can still reduce your chances of getting any of the triple-demic by getting vaccinated and wearing a mask. You don't want to be infecting family members, especially our medically fragile seniors during the holidays. We can and we must do better. And now to my brothers in the struggle for critical thinking, Scott and Norm. Hey, family, thank you for your continued support. I'm not going to echo everything that Rod said, but I agree with it wholeheartedly. I'm experiencing something. I don't know what it is. So I'm going to get tested tomorrow to make sure that it's nothing more than that. That, you know, it's a head cold or the flu or anything like that. But I do want to say that my wife have friends, the entire family has has the virus right around. It's that, that Thanksgiving gathering. So, you know, we got to be vigilant and people got to look out for one another, look out for yourself and your family members. And don't forget to support black businesses. And I just wanted to take a minute to congratulate Deion Sanders, Coach Sanders, for a job well done at Jackson State. He put the university on the map. He brought a lot of revenue into the city and he affected the lives of many young black men. I understand he's taking a position at Colorado and I just wish him the best of luck and continued success. Last week, we celebrated 150 episodes, and as we launch out on our next 150, we want to practice some self-awareness, meaning if we're going to criticize the older generations that are in government for not stepping aside and making a way for the next generations to assume the mantle of leadership, then we also need to engage those younger people. So our topic is, what does the next generation need from the previous generations, that's baby boomers, Gen X, et cetera, in order to facilitate them picking up the baton for Black America? To that end, we've got a young brother and fellow podcaster, Dante Walker. Brother Dante, say hello to the Brothers Talk family and tell a bit about yourself and your podcast. First of all, I want to thank everybody for having me on the show. Uh, I'm really appreciative of this opportunity. Uh, as 
as Mr. Williams said, my name is Dante Walker. I'm one of the hosts of the Bro Migos podcast, which you can find on all streaming platforms. It's me and my three friends from broadcasting school. We get together once a week. We have a YouTube channel as well as on all streaming platforms. We talk everything, politics, sports, uh, sex, whatever it is. It's a very it's it's one of those shows where you can just sit back, relax and just hear us have a conversation. It's very funny. It's very open. Sometimes we get serious. Sometimes we don't. But, you know, just a group of guys that want to get together and talk about what's going on in the world. But uh, me personally, as I said, I recently just graduated uh, from the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. I also spent some time at Roanoke College as well, studying communications. And, uh, you know, now I'm just trying to do my thing in media. You know, I love being here on the mic. I also have my own independent show called No Cap, which I, I stopped about a year ago. But I'm bringing back as well. Interview based show. I've had a couple uh, big names on there. Uh, um Irving Fryer, who used to be the uh, wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, as well as former Heisman Trophy winner Mike Rogier. So, you know, I've been around. I've talked to some people, but I'm very excited for today's conversation to give my point of view on some things. Great. So it almost sounds like young brothers talk. So when you hear us talking about what needs to be done, so what do you and your 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 generation talk about as far as what you see and what you observe with the old generation? Because I'm sure... You've you've recognized that we've wreaked havoc on some of your future and what what you're looking forward to. So what do you guys kick around? Uh, I, well, first of all, I just want to say that I feel like the movement right now is, is, is much different. Um, back in the day, 50, 60 years ago, you know, there was marching. You know, people were going out and giving speeches, Martin Luther King, Ma Malcolm X, and speaking out about the injustices on African-Americans in our country. Right now with our generation we have the opportunity and the privilege to be able to use social media to our advantage which is one thing i think that has completely changed how we see the civil rights movement and just equal rights for everybody uh, everyone has an equal opportunity in order to speak out about issues uh i've definitely realized that recently a lot of the older generation they kind of think that's all that we do and we have i think we have to understand that there's a fundamental difference here when you know, you look back years ago, the only opportunity there was to speak out about certain issues was if you went out and you marched, was if you were in church and you were speaking to a congregation. But now we have the opportunity for a lot of younger people to speak out about the issues that are going on. Why? Because it's all we see. You know, you don't only get your information from the newspaper or the radio or TV. Everything is in, in, in our hands right now. So we see what's going on. We all have different feelings about it. And the thing that I love now is that everyone is more open and free thinking in my generation. You know, we don't all see things the same way politically. We definitely all don't see the same thing, things the same way racially. But using social media gives us that platform to be open and honest about the conversations that we're having in our homes. And now it makes it more public. So you can't hide from certain situations. Politicians can't hide from their, their atrocities, their atrocities in the past and um, in their careers within politics. Presidents can't hide. Uh, local politicians can't hide either. Everything that goes on, we all want to have a say in what happens because we want a better future for our kids, just like you fought for us. So we want to continue that movement as, as long as possible until we come to a common understanding that black, white, red, brown, doesn't matter. We're all the same. Um, I'm hearing what you're saying, and I, I really like the, the attitude that you and your counterparts are, are using social media because social media kind of levels the playing field. You know, people can't shut you down and shut you up. They'll try. But what kind of um, support or pushback have you gotten from uh, your podcast? Uh, on my show, 
we haven't gotten a lot of pushback. I feel the one thing that's important about our show is that, you know, we have everybody's of a different race. We have two white guys on our show, pretty much around my age, a little bit older. And then uh, another another guy on my show happens to be Hispanic uh, from Plainfield, New Jersey. My man, Mike, shout out, Mike. Uh, he's he's older. He's Hispanic. He's about 40 years old. So he's seen a couple couple different things. But he and I tend to look at things the same way because we're both in this country. We're both black people who grew up in the suburbs, who went to predominantly white schools or grew up around white people. So our perspective on things is a lot different. And then when you bring in the perspective of two white people who might see things differently and what happens to be on our show, we pretty much all see things the same way. So we're all able to offer different opinions on the same situation. And our listeners love that because they're like, you know, you guys are open and honest about how you feel. But we don't hate on each other for each other's opinions, because at the end of the day, opinions are opinions. You can not like somebody's opinion, but we have to respect it. And we all respect how each other sees things. And our listeners love that. We get a lot of love about that on Twitter all the time when people are responding to our new episodes. So especially when we talk about things that are political or societal issues, everyone loves that we bring a different aspect to the conversation. Now, my question for you is, which way do you want to see the country go? I want to see the country move in a way where we can all, like I said before, have a common understanding that everyone's opinion is different. We all don't see the country moving the same way. But one thing that I've always had an issue with, especially when it comes to politics, is I feel like if you're on one side or the other side, there's a lot of ignorance in between there. Because too many people that are Democrat think about the only news source they typically watch is CNN or maybe MSNBC, NBC, possibly. But Republicans strictly go for Fox News. Why? Because the content that they're pushing only aligns with the political party that they're associated with. So what if more people, whether you associate with Democrat or Republican, you took the time to maybe watch those channels, maybe listen to what those people have to say and if we're able to come to a common understanding that like that, we're able to move further together. The issue now is that Democrats want to do things that are going to benefit Democrats. Republicans want to do things that are going to benefit benefit Republicans. And then we clash when it comes time for voting every single time. There's too much too much personal stuff that's involved in politics. If more politicians and more people are able to look at the overall outlook of everybody instead of just you personally or your particular uh race or creed things will move a lot smoother Uh, i've never just strictly been a fan of only voting democrat because i'm under the firm belief that you could be a democrat or republican but five six years ago when people were voting in 2016 right for the president you know how many republicans that i saw were like well donald trump is the one running for my party i don't necessarily agree with the things he has to say but i'm gonna vote for him anyway that's ignorant that's ignorant because if you don't agree with what he's doing, then you got to vote for the person that you agree with their political views, with how they see the country going. There's too many people that are like, I'm Republican or Democrat, instead of having their own individual way of thinking. If we think individually, have those ideas, talk about them and come together on them, things will move a lot smoother. Things will move a whole lot smoother. So, Dante, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, based on the mix that you describe, you know, two white guys, a brother and a uh, Hispanic person that you guys have probably broached some controversial topics as well. So what was one of your more controversial topics and how did that turn out? 
Uh, I think the most controversial topic we ever talked about had nothing to do with race. It was really uh, the the topic of abortion. You know, Roe versus Wade, that was a very, very big issue going on a couple months ago. And, you know, as men, it's very hard for us to have a conversation like that, specifically when it's something that predominantly has to do with women, even though a a man does have to do with the overall situation. You know, it's a female problem. And on our show, even though we like to joke and, you know, talk about other races and other people, we were all able to come to an understanding that at the end of the day, I didn't feel Mike didn't feel Matt nor Hunter felt that any man had the right to have a decision of what females do with their body. I've always just found it so funny that, and that's one of the things that we connected it to that, you know, sadly it is the Republicans who are trying to push to take away the right of abortion to females yet it gets slower and slower and slower every year for the regulation on firearms that are killing thousands and thousands and thousands of Americans every single day, every single year. I mean, to start off this year, we ended up having more mass shootings than we had days in a year. That's ridiculous. But when things like this happen, we're silent. But the moment something happens when it's a women's rights issue or something, anything that has to do with women, men want to stand up and take over and and act like they have all the power, which we all thought was wrong. And a lot of our viewers appreciated what we said and some disagreed. But that's the whole point of having that conversation, because we don't expect everyone to agree with what we have to say, because that makes it boring. Controversy is important. That's what gets things going. That's how problems are solved. But, you know, people really appreciated that there are four guys who all came to a common understanding that, sorry, we have no right to say what women can do with their body. If you choose to do what you want to do, that's fine. But our words have nothing to do with it. And I've always been a firm believer in that. So, Dante, you mentioned social media and the ability to organize and to create change through social media. Now, are you aware of like Pro and the way the government actually used technology, what have you, to attack leaders back in the day? And if you are aware of that, do you understand what they could possibly do today? Yeah. And Norm, you might want to maybe uh, lift them more of that because, I mean, it wasn't as much technological as it was them infiltrating with basically spies on the inside of Black organizations. So, Well, which is true, Rod, but it was actually, it was both. But my point was, you know, we know what they were capable of then. And we really have to imagine what they're capable of doing today is going to be far, far worse. So that's that's the point that I was bringing up. So I just wanted to know, you know, if he was aware of the possibilities that are out there and the forces that they're going to be actually coming up against. That's that was my question. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, no matter especially especially now, no matter how hard you know we push to to be equal to others or, you know, try to get that social equity between all races, there's always going to be pushback, right? There's always going to be someone who's trying to stop us from getting to where we're going. But the problem is, is that we don't stop, right? We don't hit a roadblock and say, well, I guess we're done here because this is how people feel. So we're going to stop. No, we just keep going. You know, that's what makes the black community, especially in our country, so tight knit is the fact that no matter how much they push us down, we keep moving forward. You know, we keep trying to get right back up and That's why this has never died. Sadly, that we're continuously fighting for the same things. And, you know, we things have changed recently. I feel like there's been a lot of change in representation, uh, particularly in in movies and entertainment and politics, everything. There has been significant change, but there is still a lot more needs to be done. And we're all very aware of that, especially our generation. And oddly enough, maybe hard to believe, but uh, we were all 21 once. 
And uh, the truth of the matter is that we all were in generations that sounded a lot like you as far as being open-minded and looking at issues from different perspectives. So how do you guard against becoming what it seems every other generation certainly becomes that, you know, everybody's young and impressionable and open-minded at 21, but by the time they reach 30, 35, 40, 45, they get sunk into the same old patterns. What I have to say to that is this, at the end of the day, every single generation is going to have their own way of thinking because they all experience different things in life. You know, we're growing up in this social media era and when we get older, we're going to be known as the cancel culture era, where no matter what you did, no matter what you said, no matter what time, we're going to find it out and try to destroy your whole life. That's going to be the era we grow up in. So my hope is, is that by the time that time comes when our the influential part of our gen generation is is fading and now we get into that point where we're solidified, we are, you know, the, the Gen X generation you know, we have our own way of thinking. I hope people will, will come to a common understand, common understanding that cancel culture is a waste of time. It's a waste of time. We spend so much time, and I, I got to call out my generation on, on this, is that we spend so much time nitpicking at the smallest of things in people's lives and inconveniences. Yes, people make, make mistakes. Everybody's not perfect. You know, I don't know a single person in the limelight that has a perfect light that has made zero mistakes. We all make mistakes in life. But if we're able to just look forward to the future and realize that there, there's a much bigger picture, there's a much bigger picture and worry about what this celebrity said four or five years ago, even though they're doing great things in life, but you know, they, they like the racist picture on Instagram or this whole situation going on with Jerry Jones. I think it's despicable because the crazy thing is that we're going off about Kyrie Irving 24 seven, but you see a picture of Jerry Jones and it's like, let's cancel him. That was 60 years ago. What's that going to do now? Is that really going to change anything? You know, is it going to make your life any better? Is it going to make my life any better? No, no. We we spend too much time worrying about the most. Some some of them are inconceivable, but some of them, it's it's just not necessary to think about certain things. Certain things. We just got to move on. Well, to that point, Jamel here wrote an article and talked about the importance of Jerry Jones being called out. And basically, in a nutshell, she was like, because of the fact that Jerry Jones have been allowed to demonstrate that kind of racist behavior, that has had a direct impact on the number of black coaches who've been hired in the NFL. And that's the same thing with slavery. I get what you're saying, but you also, like with slavery, hey, people want us to just move on. The pro reason we can't move on because it had not been properly addressed. And that's why we can't move on from there. There are a lot of peripheral effects that negative that black folks have had to deal with as a result of slavery. And I, I kind of view that the same way. My, my question to you, though, is has you and your team thought about running for office or putting some skin in the game or finding a candidate that you thought uh, represents your interests and decide to support that candidate? Right. So, uh, well, I, I can definitely, definitely speak for all four of us that none of us have ever thought about running for office. I'm too outspoken to say certain things. I, I, I That's that's not my lane. That's not my lane. But one thing I, I will say is that I feel like you don't necessarily have to be in politics now in order to affect politics. Like I said before, with the growth of social media, it has so much power that there have been a lot. There's been a lot of legislation that's been pushed based off the public constantly 
talking about certain issues. I equate it to two years ago, we're dealing with George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter era. If we would have stopped talking about George Floyd, meaning the black community, not 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 mass media, that's that for them they'll talk about it for two weeks and move on to a new story that's more important to them. But for us, when we continue and continue and continue to talk about the same things, these issues start to have the, the smaller problems within them start to be solved. They start to be solved. Little things got better after George Floyd. None of us expected racism to end, but because people kept talking about things, things politically had to change. In the 2020 election, we had never had, never seen such a diverse set of of voters come out, but also saw there was such diversity in the Senate and House of Representatives, such diversity in Congress all over the country. Like things like that, I think are going to be what helps push us politically when we continue to use our voice in order to push things forward, just silence isn't the answer. Silence isn't the answer. And I just don't believe you have to get into politics in order to affect it because politics now is too much about money, too much about personal greed, too much about personal endeavors towards their own party. It's it's too much things in the, in the middle of it. But, you know, it, uh, if we're able to use social media to our advantage and keep talking about the issues that we're going through, I think there's going to be a lot more significant change over time. Hey, well, that, Cues us in that, Dante, we want you to be a regular contributor to the Brothers Talk because uh, there's certainly a thousand more topics that we could talk about at a minimum. And uh, so please uh, tell the folks the name where you can find your name, your podcast again. Well, you can find us at the Bro Migos podcast. You can find us at the Bro Migos pod on TikTok, the Bro Migos podcast on Instagram. And we also have the Bro Migos podcast on YouTube. I want to give a big shout out to my man, Panama Red, Mike, Matt, Hunter. All my guys, you know, we've been doing a great job. Uh, the show's only been on for about six months now. We've already come down to a thousand downloads. You know, we're about 30 some odd shows in um, almost. And every single week we keep growing. So I'm glad I had the opportunity to come on here and talk about our show, you know, spread love to my boys. But please give us a listen. We're on every single streaming platform, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. No matter where you can find a podcast, you could definitely find the Bro Migos podcast. And don't forget to, to look out for the no cap podcast with date money. I'm bringing that back. Uh, one of my big shows from back in the day. I can't wait to bring that back going on YouTube. So I'm really excited for the future. A lot of big things coming up. A lot of big things. And that's a wrap for another program. And God willing, we'll keep the focus on the issues that impact our community on a path to a better future. Don't forget you can follow and communicate with us, sending your comments, questions, and show ideas to the brothers talk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us the brothers talk at gmail.com. Remember in our Black Business Spotlight, support Black businesses during this season where most businesses make the majority of their profits and we don't want to see any of our businesses go under. So until the next episode, as always, we sincerely appreciate your time and interest and rest assured that we'll never take it or you for granted. And remember, let's do better today because that's all we really have.